0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Wafu.
1: And I'm Nadube Gomchali. Thanks for joining us.
0: COVID-19 has hit many sectors very hard. One of the hardest hit sectors is the travel and tourism industry. To discuss this, we have Godwe Onamu, Kaitanu Dube, and David Chikotzi. They start by discussing what sort of impact COVID-19 has had on the travel and tourism sector.
2: Now, the tourism sector was identified as the hardest hit from the COVID 19 pandemic. Hence the need for a book project like this one. Now, one of the major issues that came up uh, during the pandemic was the lockdowns, and one might simply even refer to it as the global lockdown or the mega global lockdown. And this resulted in the industry crashing, and many of the sectors and subsectors in this industry went into hibernation. People could not travel many ports got closed, airports, uh, land ports, seaports, people worked from home and people had to maintain social distancing and furthermore people had to observe many curfews that were put in place by many governments across the world. So some of the governments went for national hard lockdowns, this was almost like total shutdown, some went for partial lockdowns, and very few did not impact on such lockdowns. I think Sweden, one of them, Madagascar in Africa, one of them as well. This led to massive job losses and many companies are still folding and some
0: have folded. Can you tell us specifically about the impacts on certain sections like aviation, hotels and hospitality?
3: So particularly I think in, with regards to the aviation industry, this is an, and also the hospitality and, um, Hotel industry. These are sectors that primarily are premised on uh, based on people actually moving across uh, the world to to actually make business. So when the lockdowns started, particularly in Europe and the Shenzhen region, we see a number of aircraft that were actually grounded. Uh, This led to a massive cash ban where uh, the operating the operating costs for airlines which even when they are grounded they need to to, to be incurred, such as labor and also uh, rental space and also parking fees. so these uh, a number of airlines then were grounded and as a result, we see a number of airlines being put under liquidation, particularly in Af- South Africa, where we see i think about three airlines companies that are that were affected uh Com a kulula british airways uh and also you've got the south african airways and sa express we see them being uh, i think put under administration of of, of some sort or purely being uh, liquidated in the case of sa express so the pandemic uh it, actually a devastating impact particularly uh, if you see it i uttered, uh, notes that i think most of the airlines had i think about two three months uh, cash supply um so those airlines were particularly affected and also the airports because they make a lot of their revenue from people that are coming in they were also so to speak uh affected with regards to the hotels um when there's no movement there's no money there are no people that are coming so a lot of uh, hotels uh, faced difficult challenges and we see i think in recent months quite a number of international hotel groups actually failing to i I should meet some of their monthly dues uh, in terms of payment so yeah in short i think the the impact on the aviation and hospitality industry was quite devastating
4: The pandemic also brought a human cost uh, to the cruise ship industry in the sense that the decisions during the early days of the pandemic to continue operating during the pandemic uh, left the industry in an unprecedented sort of nightmare scenario all over the world
1: As an example, some cruise line companies had over 6,000 passengers and they were stranded at sea, quarantined. They either had suspected or confirmed cases of COVID-19. This was a nightmare scenario for the industry and its reputation. Employees were stranded, some without salaries and even without some basic amenities. The industry also faced lawsuits across the world. They were perceived to continue voyages even though it was not safe to do so. In some cases, deaths were recorded on some of the cruise lines. The hotels faced many challenges. Recently, many international hotel groups failed to meet monthly dues in terms of payments. In short, the impact of COVID-19 was devastating. The profitability in big companies showed that massive losses were recorded. These include the likes of Sun International and Tukho Sun.
0: The sport, religious and entertainment sections of travel has also been affected. Can you take us through this?
4: Knowing that uh, sports uh, plays an important role in society, uh, it is known that sports brings together uh, people uh, even during the darkest times and rarely in history has uh, stopped, uh, sports uh, stopped completely like what it what happened during uh, the COVID 19 pandemic so the outbreak of the infection is noted in the book led to a postponement of um, all sporting events uh, including some of the sports mega events uh, the biggest casualty it can be mentioned as the uh, Tokyo uh, 2020 Olympics and other major football uh, events that were uh, cancelled or postponed completely. However, it's not as if uh, pandemics have not occurred before in, in the sporting industry. They have occurred and major sporting events have been hosted. For example, the Zika uh, virus during the 2016 uh, Tokyo Olympics and then uh, Equatorial Guinea hosting an tournament during Ebola outbreak, but the severity and the intensity with which COVID-19 came just decimated the entire industry. There was a shutdown of sporting events, and then only elite sport is so far managed uh, to resume. And then there was also a loss of major revenue for most sports, and we're looking at the, the sports that are not as as, as major as football and others that attract uh, broadcasting significant broadcasting uh, income.
1: The pandemic also impacted athletes. Elite athletes do not have access to team doctors and coaches. This could lead to serious injuries and performance drops. In some instances, athletes prepared for several years for events like the Olympics, which was postponed. What about religious tourism?
4: Uh, looking at uh, religious events and by default religious tourism, we see that uh, COVID-19 has is, is had a serious impact on uh, religious events. Most of the major uh, or global uh, religious events had to be cancelled or watered down in terms of uh, the number of participants who could uh, take part. Just to give an example, in Saudi Arabia, there is the annual pilgrimage called the Hajj and the Umrah, and these had to be significantly uh, reduced in terms of those who could attend.
0: So, how are companies that rely on tourism staying afloat?
3: From the companies there have been several interventions both fiscal and monetary uh, interventions by various governments to try and infuse uh, government support but what we also um, to to various uh, kind of industries to make sure that people uh, in the companies that are relying on tourism revenue uh, and also entertainment industry which was almost decimated by the um by, by the pandemic uh, stays afloat. So we see a number of countries instituting monetary and both fiscal uh, measures to try and support uh, these companies. Uh, of importance I think also was, is the injection of uh, equity uh, by either stakeholders or external funders uh, bringing in new players into the industry. And some of the companies are actually also selling part of their stocks and the assets in order to, to remain afloat.
4: We see some industries like uh, uh, the global tourism industry, where customers were kind of uh, asked to whether they would want a refund for the postponed or delayed cruises, or they would take a future, enhanced uh, future, uh, future cruises. So most of the, the good thing about this that can help this industry stay afloat is that uh, sometimes we see most of the people, uh, according to, to the studies that we have done. Most of the people are taking a future a, a cruises instead of taking refunds, which can go a long way in actually improving the financial position of uh, the cruise ship industry. And also, it shows that uh, once the disease or the contagion has been contained, uh, the industry is uh, likely going to, uh, to, to, to recover. But however, even history is it that tourism is quick to rebound after uh, bad experiences. However, the only negative thing is that other forms of bad memories, such as terrorism, political and environmental hazards, a health, a health crisis takes long a time to recover. And if you look at the sporting industry, what if they've tried is, especially the elite sport, they've tried to really, really at least save the revenue that they receive from the broadcasting rights, so to say. So they've forgotten the match day revenue and at least the the the, the is, is being kept afloat
2: i think maybe i will then come in there i will start by maybe topping up on what uh, dr kaitan and dr Chikodzi said around what is the industry doing uh a number of companies are also engaged in rights issues uh, one such company is the city lodge water group it has issued um uh, rights uh, so that it could actually generate more revenue and service its debt and other obligations, and of course there are also other matters that are emerging uh, within the broader hospitality industry or tourism industry, where companies are now talking of majors, acquisitions, and even hostile takeovers. So those are some of also the issues that are emerging. Then from the airline sector, airlines industry, you discover that some of the airlines grounded their bigger planes that are not energy efficient and they're opting now to work or use more energy efficient aircrafts.
0: What will it take to fix the tourism industry?
2: Now, as to the building and building back uh, better uh, concept and recovery in the tourism sector, and I wish to frame the discourse based on two pillars, uh, what I call the hardware and also the software matters. Now, in terms of the hardware, Uh, matters or issues that include tourism resorts and their establishments covering buildings, transportation, infrastructure, etc. This has not been as severely affected as the software issues. And these software issues include tourists, the tourist himself or herself, the workers and other human capital related issues. These have suffered uh, severe damage.
1: There is a global travel and tourism COVID fear may take time before people plan to travel again this is where building and build back better models come in this means that industries must build better before disasters hit this means that the sector must prepare for disasters like climate change
2: now coming back to building back better post-covid 19 we need to adhere to the health and safety protocols and some of these uh, global uh, 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 tr- uh, travel protocols they have been built around uh, four pillars the first one is to ensure safe experience the second one is to uh, for operational and staff uh, preparedness to ensure this the operational and staff are prepared then building trust and confidence is another pillar and lastly implementing enabling policies now there's an example that we can draw from malaysia in terms of how they have intervened in terms of trying to build back better their tourism industry so there are four key interventions that the Malaysian uh, government and tourism sector have put in place. So one of them is the deferment of monthly tax installments for six months. I think this is so common in many other countries. There was also the revision of monthly tax installments allowed uh, that was allowed in the third month of the installment payments. Then there were tax deductions that were made and there were also reductions in the contribution by employees to provident fund from about 7% to about 11%. Then in Indonesia also had another interesting um, uh, stimulus tourism uh, uh, and economic stimulus package. And specifically for tourism, there were about uh, uh, five key interventions that actually South Africa can also learn from in other countries. One of the interventions was uh, discounts for domestic tourists visiting 10 identified local destinations. The other was discounts on jet fuel uh, the other one is tourism marketing and promotions. I think this is quite an interesting issue even for South Africa because we to also we need to embark on, a, on, a, on an aggressive uh, tourism marketing and promotions uh, 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 strategy. Uh, the fourth one was incentives for airlines and travel agents. And lastly, there was the promotions of tourists, tourist sports through social media uh, influences. And maybe we can call these ones ambassadors.
1: There are other issues to build back better. Tourism recovery must be done within the context of global and local goals sustainably. These goals overall look at inclusive growth, sustainability, and conserving and sustainably using the oceans.
0: Many countries rely on tourism and travel as it brings in a lot of revenue. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pasha, produced by Ozara Patel. From me, Godfrey Boafo.
1: And for me, Natobe Gomjali. It's bye for now.